Hey cousin, come on in. Welcome to the Dear World Podcast, the place that if you drink your water and mind your business, you'll be just fine. I'm your host, Miss Amber J. The goal of the podcast is to be relatable, transparent, and honest. We're all family here, so nothing is off limits. I hope that you enjoy your listening experience, and don't forget to turn on your notifications so that you can be alerted whenever a new episode has been posted. Don't get me wrong. I am very appreciative of my job. It pays the bills. I enjoy my coworkers, but I don't like the type of work that I do. So therefore, I don't like my job. However, I've had the last three days off and I realized I don't like having to go to work every day. I want to be able to provide for myself, pay for my bills, you know, afford simple pleasures in life. But I don't like having to go to work every day to do that. I don't know if it's because I don't like my job or love my job necessarily that it bothers me. But having these three days off really made me realize that I appreciate just being able to wake up and not have to go to work and do what I want with my time, opposed to going to work, spending eight to nine hours there a day, then coming home, doing homework. Then it's the end of the day and it's just a repeated cycle. I do this day in, day out, Monday through Friday. And I don't, I don't like that for me. Like it's very much ghetto. It's not giving what I thought adulthood would give. And I have to figure that out. I can't keep, you know, sitting and complaining, talking about how I don't like my job, how I don't like going to work, how I don't like not being able to do X, Y, and Z. I'm just at the point, what am I about to do with that? I don't know if it means finding another job. I don't know if it means trying to start a business. I don't really know what it means, but I will be chopping it up with Sky Daddy to figure it out because something has to give. I'm 32 years old and I refuse to spend the next 32 years of my life or however long I'm on this earth doing the same thing, this mundane routine. I don't don't like that. I don't like that for anybody. But I think it's a difference or it can make a difference if you actually enjoy what you do. And then at that point, it doesn't feel like work. And with this job, it's just, this ain't that. And with that, I also recognize that I have to spend more time exploring my interests and figuring out what it is that I actually want to do with my free time if I were to resign from my job and perhaps start a business or if I were to make a career change. Um, I don't want to just be out here doing stuff willy-nilly. I want to be intentional about what I'm doing. So I have to take time to explore those interests and explore those thoughts. And also, again, chop it up with Sky Daddy because I want my life to be in alignment with what he has in store for me. Um, and I don't want to have any malice in my heart with that. So just making sure that what I'm doing is in alignment with God and that it has purpose. So not just jumping from job to job and aimlessly out here living life. So that is something that I I know that I need to work on. All right, now let's jump into the episode. I got such great feedback from my previous episode, which was doing the work. So if you didn't listen to that episode, go back and listen to it and then come back and listen to this. Um, I just want to say I appreciate all of the feedback that I received, all of the love and the support. I appreciate people telling me to keep going because low-key, I feel defeated oftentimes when I don't see my numbers going up or people aren't sharing my episodes, etc. But I realize this is something that I enjoy doing and I think it reaches the people that it needs to reach and that it's supposed to reach. So I'm gonna just keep doing my thing and I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. I did make some bullet points because y'all know sometimes I get to rambling or forget what I'm talking about. So I, 
I jotted down some notes so that I could stay focused. And I would like to say that doing the work is not a one size fits all process. Everybody's process is going to look different. Everybody's process is going to be different. This is just my process. This has been what's working for me. So take it with a grain of salt. This first one is ironic to me because I am a loner by nature. I'm very introverted. I typically am alone, but I noticed doing the work has been lonely. It has required isolation. And when I say I like to be alone in those moments, I don't typically feel alone. But through the process of doing the work, I definitely have felt lonely. I I feel that people don't understand what I'm doing. Um, Some people are upset by my process because I have placed boundaries with them or I spend less time with them or I just don't do certain things that I used to do. So it definitely has been a lonely process. But in those moments, I just remind myself of why I'm doing what I'm doing so that I don't revert back to old ways or cave when someone has a complaint because I am not bending towards their will. So I definitely will say that doing the work, it does require isolation. And sometimes it does feel lonely or it does get lonely. I think it's important to understand that there is a difference between being alone and being lonely. So when I feel lonely, I try to identify why I feel that way. Is it because I have placed these boundaries and now people are kind of distant or I'm distant from them? So I just miss that companionship. Is it because I've been in the house too long and I'm just going stir crazy? Like, why is it that I'm experiencing these feelings of loneliness, right? So I take time to identify that, whether it's journaling or talking to God, talking to myself out loud, or just kind of getting lost in my thoughts to sort different things out. But for me, a part of that process is figuring out where these feelings of loneliness come from. Because again, I'm a loner by nature. So I'm very familiar with being alone and enjoying my own company. So that's why I say it's important to understand the difference between being alone and being lonely. The next thing on my list is making yourself a priority. I think sometimes we prioritize other people before we prioritize ourselves or our needs. It goes back to you can't pour from an empty cup. So anything that is in your cup is for you and anything that overflows is for other people. This area was a personal struggle for me for a very long time because I'm a giver by nature. I'm a caregiver by nature. I want to make sure everybody that is close to me or around me is in a good space. And sometimes that meant that I was putting myself last. But I recognized I am the longest standing relationship that I will ever have or maintain outside of the one that I have with God. So I had to start putting myself first. I had to start making myself a priority and be like, look, sis, you have nothing in your cup to give right now, or your cup is half empty. So you can't listen to such and such as problems, or you can't pour into that person. You can't try and make so-and-so feel better. And it's not me being malicious. It's not me being heartless. It's not me caring about the people around me or the people that I'm close to, but it's me focusing on myself. That's not selfish. It's necessary. And I had to learn how to make myself a priority in these moments where I didn't have anything in my cup to give. Because again, overflow is for other people. So if you have no overflow, you can't be showing up for such and such, listening to their problems and pouring into them and making sure they're okay because you're not okay. You don't have everything in your cup that you need to sustain or maintain whatever it is that you have going on. And that was really, really hard for me to learn and to process and to stand on 
but I had to do it because I recognized I was just unraveling and I was always giving what I did not have to give. Regardless of whatever journey we're on, it requires us to do the work, right? And with that, it's important to be clear and to be intentional about whatever it is that we're doing. Being clear and intentional is basically maintaining the purpose of whatever you're doing, like knowing your why. I think that's very important to know your why. Otherwise, we just be out here doing shit all willy-nilly for no reason. And at the end of the day, we wondering why stuff is not working out is because you have no rhyme or reason why you're doing it. You're not being intentional about it. So always set clear intentions for whatever you're doing. Regardless if you are working on losing weight, you are working on your self-care, your mental health, whatever it is, be clear and be intentional. A part of me doing the work has been understanding the difference between standards and expectations and knowing that it's important to have standards, but not so much to have expectations. I recognized in my last relationship several things. One of those things being I had a lot of expectations for this man, but I did not have any standards. Honestly, up until my last relationship, I don't think I understood the difference between standards and expectations. So shout out to my therapist for that because he was a part of the reason why I learned the difference between the two. People are going to be people regardless of who you are or who you aren't. People are going to do what they want to do regardless of what you do and what you do not do. So having expectations is kind of pointless. You should have expectations for yourself, but not necessarily for other people. And that's just my opinion. I am not certified as anything such as a life coach or a counselor or anything like that. These are just my opinions, my thoughts, right? So with that, I have learned to have standards because if you do not have standards, people just enter your life doing whatever they want when they want. And don't get it twisted. Doing the work is also having standards and expectations for yourself. So again, do not have expectations for other people, but have standards. But for yourself, you should have standards and expectations. And this goes back to being clear and intentional. You have to be clear and intentional about what your standards and what your boundaries are. Because otherwise, how do you know that they're being maintained or that they're being met? And it's the exact same thing with having expectations for yourself, which brings me to my next point, journaling and mindful moments. That has been a big part of my process of doing the work. I hold myself to that expectation. Amber, you're going to journal every single day. Amber, you're going to do Bible study every single day. Amber, every single day, you're going to have mindful moments and reflect. That is a clear expectation that I have set for myself and I am intentional about doing it. I hold myself to these expectations because I know how important journaling is and Bible study and mindful moments are to my process of doing the work. When I don't do these things, I feel off kilter. My mind feels more clouded than it usually is. I don't have clarity. Um, I find myself being irritated and a whole host of other things. So I know that this is the expectation that I have to maintain. And this brings me to my next point, accountability. Baby, how are you going to do the work without having accountability? We oftentimes like to blame any and everybody that we can for our problems or why we're not where we want to be or why we're broken, etc. But sometimes, damn it, you just have to hold yourself accountable and take responsibility for the things that you have done to get yourself where you are or why you feel the way that you feel. 
granted, you know, sometimes it is somebody else's fault, but oftentimes it's us. It's not the devil. It's not your ex. It's not your mama. It's not your daddy. It's not your sister. It's not your cousin. It's not your brother. It's you. And you have to hold yourself accountable to those things. So a part of doing the work is facing those ugly things and that truth that you don't necessarily want to, because in order to get past whatever it is that is holding you back, you have to face it. You have to be honest with yourself, hold yourself accountable, and then figure out how you going to do the work to get on the other side of it. But if you're continuously blaming other people or not taking accountability for your own actions and your own feelings or the result thereof, you're not going to move from that space. And the second part of that is holding yourself accountable for doing the work. And it's twofold, not only taking accountability for how you got to where you are, but also a part of doing the work is holding yourself accountable for doing the work. And depending on why you're doing the work or what you're doing the work for, it's not going to be an easy process. You're not always going to feel like doing it. Sometimes you're going to have moments where you revert back to old ways. Sometimes you're going to face ugly truths about yourself that you don't necessarily want to face. You're going to have to be transparent. Some journeys or doing the work is going to require you to be vulnerable. So a lot goes into it. That's why you have to take accountability and hold yourself to doing the work and don't, you know, shy away from it when you get in too deep and you like, ah, it's, it's, it's harder than what I thought. I didn't want to face these things about myself or I didn't want to go through this process. Uh-uh, keep going through it because you got to go through it to get through it. A part of doing the work also takes commitment. Commitment even when you don't feel like it. Commitment when you're tired. Commitment when you have 99 other things to do because, again, the relationship that you have with yourself outside of the relationship that you have with God or whatever being that you believe in is the longest standing relationship that you are ever going to have. So you have to maintain a level of commitment to doing the work. And in my process of doing the work, I've learned to not underestimate the power of baby steps. In a previous episode, I can't remember what I was discussing, but I mentioned baby steps and not underestimating them. And I realized sometimes I don't always have the mental capacity to do certain things or the stamina or just the overall energy or time, whatever it is. So I have to baby step things. So for example, sometimes I'm too exhausted to spend 20 minutes journaling. Okay, I'm gonna bust it down to five to 10. I'm still journaling. It's just, I'm not putting as much time into it because I'm exhausted or I have something else that I need to do, whatever the case is. So it's important to know that baby steps still get you to your destination. So bottom line, we have to commit when we're doing the work, but sometimes it takes baby steps to get to that point. It's kind of like when we were kids, we had to learn to crawl before we learned to walk. The last thing that I want to touch on a part of doing the work, and again, this is for my process, has been affirmations. I had to come up with affirmations to remind myself of how great I am. Um, of how worthy I am, different things of that nature, because it keeps me going and it reminds me why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I'll give you an example of one of my affirmations. One of my affirmations is, dear me, give yourself grace. You are human. You are bound to make mistakes. And I know that I said that that was the last one, but my affirmation reminded me of another thing. When you are doing the work, make sure that you are giving yourself grace. That's a big part of my process of doing the work because I'm not always going to get it right. I'm going to make mistakes. Sometimes I'm going to fall short of my own expectations. Um, 
Sometimes I'm going to pour from an empty glass, different things like that. So it's important for me to give myself grace and to not beat myself up in those moments, to be gentle with myself, to be understanding to myself and knowing that I'm not perfect. I'm not always going to get it right. I'm not always going to have the answers. So all of those things come with giving yourself grace. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, but again, I want to remind you that this is just my process of doing the work. These are some of the things that have worked best for me. So again, take everything with a grain of salt, but in anything that we do, whether it's strengthening our relationship with God, maintaining a healthy relationship with our partner, starting a mental health journey, working out, eating better, everything that we do requires us to do the work. So make sure when you are doing the work, you're doing what works best for you and doing what's best for your process. All right, family, that's it for now. Thank you for tuning into the Dear World podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to share it. And until next time, you know what to do. Drink your water, mind your business.